hip-hop in its essence and real. But they all just wait, wait, what? There's no way to really make it happen. It's got to be ready. But my mind is old. It sounds so stupid. Love this name called Samson. Sound was like I was a DJ playing all the sounds. Sop up all the sounds. Welcome back, everybody, to Kicking It with B-Shay. I'm, of course, your host, B-Shay. Another Friday. I'm excited to be back. I know I say it all the time, but I really am. You know, I, I, don't, I don't ever lie when I say that. Um, but, yeah, you know, I kind of... I'm just going to get kind of right into this one. Um, uh, it's been a little bit since I've recorded an episode. I mean, you know, there's various reasons for that. But we're back right now, and that's all that matters, right? Um... Yeah, so, you know, this is going to be a, probably a shorter episode. It's going to be a little less scripted than most of my episodes are. But, uh, you know, I, I kind of want to try out something new today, uh, you know, a little game. So we'll try that out uh, at, at the end. But before we start, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about, you know, just just to start. And the first is um, I've brought it up multiple times on this podcast, but... Public Enemies, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back is, I think, hands down, the greatest warm-up album ever released. Um, And I don't know if it's that it just works for me, but I know that every time I play that record or that album uh, before a game, I play so much better than when I don't. Um, And I I can speak to that because so last night – uh, I play intramural basketball at my college because, you know, I'm not good enough to make the real team. But, <laughs> but um, so, I remember game, game one, so we played four games, yeah, four games at this point. We're 3-0-1. Oh, we had a tie because there's no overtimes in our, in our league. But, so, first game, I show up, you know, I got my headphones, and I, I put the album on, and I played pretty well. I probably had, I don't know, 28, something like that. Played pretty decent. Um. And then game two, it, it, I, I think I showed up a little – that's what I showed up later than I wanted to. So I didn't get as much of a warm-up as I, as I like. I like to get there. I always leave my room 45 minutes early. Um, so I have to get there, you know, run out, stretch, have my music playing while I'm doing that, and then, you know, get some shots up and things like that. Um, so I know game two, I got there a little later than I wanted to. Uh, didn't get as much of a warm-up as, uh, as I would have liked. But, you know – whatever played played a, a solid team a uh, very physical team so they you know kept me in check I, I didn't did not have that great of a game um d- probably the worst I've had in the last year of intramurals so you know I, I think I only put up like six eight points and you know of course all of it isn't points related but like I couldn't get a rebound i probably like three four turnovers it was just not my finest game um we we still ended up winning but it was by like three five points it was it was very 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 tight game um game three same thing i don't i i want to say i got there later than i wanted to um and i didn't have the kind of warm-up that i wanted uh but i you know i i personally didn't play bad i didn't really play great my my a lot of my offensive ability comes from like the mid-range game i'm not really a three-point shooter i'm i would say my best i'm at my best when i am you know 15 feet out and in um you know i like i really like getting around the rim that's where i where i um where i shine but i feel like 
most of my scoring output is, you know, free throw line in. And, you know, I just couldn't get a jumper to fall. I was getting to the rim here and there, but it wasn't wasn't as much as I as I would have liked. And we ended up tying that game. Um, I, it's, you know, some of it I, I, I put on myself. You know, I wish I'd, I could have, you know, made a shot here and there. Um, and But, you know, it ha- happens, right? So yesterday I finally get – you know, I had plenty of time. I got to the I got to the court early as I wanted. There was nobody there, um, so I got my my sprints in, my leg kicks, all that, my leg swings. You know, really started getting warm. Got my shots up. I felt good, and I I, I played one of my better games that I've had in a while. Um, you know, first half was was tight. I know I'm like way over explaining this, but whatever. Uh, oh, and what I forgot to mention is, of course, I, I was listening to "It Takes a Nation Millions to Hold Us Back." So I'm, you know, first half I I came out. I started out the game with a couple like layups, like uh, fast break buckets. It wasn't wasn't anything special, but um, second half finally I I kind of you know took it upon myself to like it was I don't want to put out put down the other team or anything, but I, like we definitely should have been controlling the game more than we were. I think we were only up by five at the half, and uh, second half I was getting I was getting you know pretty angry and whatever, but I I played much much better um i had a couple dunks which you know more than one in a game for me is is special because you know i'm only 5 11 uh on a good day um but yeah so you, you know i had a good game and that's all i'm gonna say is every time i've listened to that album warming up i feel like i've played pretty well it started all the way back in the summer with softball uh flag football earlier this year uh and then of course basketball last couple uh last couple of months so you know, I don't know if it's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just superstitious now where I, I need to listen to it. But for sure, I would recommend at least trying to listen to It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. If uh, if you got a game coming up, uh, you know, try it out. Why not? Um, and, you know, let me know on uh, on my Instagram. DM me. See if it works work for you. At, uh, uh, it's at Kicking It With Bichet on, uh, on Instagram. So I actually – I like – self-plug whatever but i actually am intrigued to see if it is just a me thing or if this album has like some i don't know mystical powers that helps you get an advantage over your uh over your opponents <laughs> but yeah and then uh speaking of other albums this one is just you know kind of more of a random one but uh i just wanted to highlight one of my favorite albums that i've been listening to recently and that is uh, Jeru the Dimaja's second album that came out in oh ninety six ninety eight somewhere around there, uh, and it's uh, Wrath of the Math. Um, I just recently found out about this album because I uh, I was watching uh, digging 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 the greats. I believe it is called on YouTube, um, which is such such an incredible channel. Like um, basically, he does. He goes far more in depth on you know like the actual musical components of old school rap and things like that, and um, you know I have a lot of admiration for for their host whose name is slipping my mind right now. But I know you know I I actually <laughs> reached out to try and get him on the podcast, but hasn't hasn't happened yet. But um, no, I, I do I love his content. I love everything that they're doing over there. And um, he released a, an episode that was talking about. You know, two songs sampled the same song, which is The World Is Yours by Nas, and that's a Pete Rock sample. And then this song, Me or the Papes, 
uh, on this Jeru the Damaja album um, that all, you know, samples the same song. That's a premiere beat. And, uh, you know, I listened to the song. I was like, all right, cool. And then I started listening to the rest of the album. And I was like, you know, this is, I had never, like, I don't know Jeru that, that well. I, I only know one song before that. And that was, uh, I forget the name, some, some prophet. Cause it was in like 2k 16 or something. Um, which is a, a great song, but this album alone, which, um, I know I'm all over the place right now. I'm sorry, <laughs> but, um, you can't stop the prophet. That's the name of the other song. Can't stop the prophet is on his first album. The second album though is, I mean, it's, it's definitely underground, but it's, it's some of the best New York sound that New York underground sound that you've heard in a while. Like if, it, of course, there's that one premiere beat, but it it reminds me a lot of Gangstar, to be honest. Um, you know, not quite to the same level, but definitely to an extent, for sure. Um, I really am a fan of of that album, for sure. And, uh, you know, I would suggest, you know, giving it a listen. Um, I think it's worth your time, especially if you like that New York sound. Uh, if you like that premiere sound. Um, yeah, Wrath of the Math by Jeru the Damaja. Uh, or it might be J. Rue. I'm probably messing the name up, and I'm I'm sorry if I am. But definitely, definitely a great album. But so yeah, that was there was a couple of miscellaneous things that have been uh, on my mind that I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, so one thing you know that I feel like I, I kind of one thing that I like is just random fun facts, right? Like who doesn't like little random trivia things and. Sometimes when I go through these episodes and I'm, I'm trying to do research for them, I find little nuggets that I don't think can get you – like, they don't really fit into what I'm trying to get at. But I think they're interesting, so I kind of like bookmark them and things like that. So um, I have a list here of just a couple random little, like, fun fact things that uh, I, I think are worth highlighting. Um, so, yeah, we can, we can get right into it. And uh, I, the first thing I want to start off with, though, is that – you know, for those of you who don't know much of the history of hip hop, which, you know, I don't really know why you listen to this podcast, <laughs> um, but uh, the the first ever rapper, right? We can go all the way back. Um, is he, he went by Coke Larock, right? So it all started uh, Cedric Avenue in the Bronx is an apartment building uh, where DJ Cool Herc lived. So the story is that Cool Herc sister uh needed to raise money for school right she needed to buy like books and clothes and stuff like that so she had the idea that she was going to throw a party with her brother who was you know already had a reputation for being a dj and like you know turntables knew how to extend beats and things like that uh you know he he had like his merry merry go round technique that kind of thing um so what he what he does is throws this party but then he has this this guy who went by Coke the Rock, kind of MC it, right? So as Cool Herc is going at it on the turntables, Coke the Rock is just, you know, calling him a rapper at the time would be, like, in context of now, isn't really a rapper. But at the time, you know, he's the first, he was the first person that he was throwing out, like, these small rhymes, right? So an example would be one, you know, like, you rock and you don't stop, things like that. Hotel, motel, you don't tell, we won't tell, that kind of thing. Like, just trying to get the, the crowd hyped up and, uh, and, and, you know, kind of keep the party going. So, you know, it's something I, 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 I've always wanted to, you know, kind of talk about a little bit was Coke Rock and, you know, his kind of his thing. So, yeah, Coke Rock, first rapper ever, I, you know, technically, I guess. Um, 
Yeah. So next up, something I also think is, is you know very funny is that uh, Big Daddy Kane was Bismarcky's ghostwriter. Um, so I know was, you know there's a lot of stigma against ghostwriters and things of that nature, but uh, I think I don't know because so Bismarcky of course is very funny. Um, you know he's kind of a, he is a goofball, uh, and you know Kane didn't write all of his lyrics; he just wrote a couple of them, but. <clears throat> I just like the way that, you know, I think the way that the story goes is that Kane introduced Bismarcky to, like, the rap game. And then what he did was he kind of, you know, helped Kane. I, I want to say that, you know, like, Biz asked him, uh, you know, to co-write some of his some of his lyrics. So, um, specifically on that 1988 debut album, uh, go, ooh, what's it called? Going Off? I believe it's Going Off. Um, Kane ended up writing, like, five of the songs uh, of an album of ten. So he didn't write all of them. Uh, but I know he, you know, he wrote ones like Pickin' Boogers, Biz is Going Off, Nobody Beats the Biz, um, and Vapors. So, you know, he wrote some of the better ones, but, you know, I don't know. I just always think that's a fun, like, little random, little random fact. Uh, next one I have on my list is that Public Enemy's Rebel Without a Pause. I know I talk about Public Enemy all the time. But it was actually a uh, response to Eric B. and Rakim's I Know You Got Soul. So it's not like, you know, a diss track or anything like that. But the, the way that the story goes is that the, uh, the brilliance of I Know You Got Soul. And another track, actually, it's not just uh, I Know You Got Soul. It's um, South Bronx by Boogie Down Productions. Um, inspired Chuck D, Flavor Flav, and Public Enemy to, you know, create Rebel Without a Pause. Because what they were... What they felt at the time is that, you know, these other tracks were coming out and that they were just on a different level. So they, the two of them wanted to make something that was just, you know, at that same level. They were trying to make something that was sounded just as good, if not better, than the other two. Um, so, you know, they got went to, went to work and they came up with this song. And, you know, I, I, I would put it on the same level as the other two. I think they got their goal out. But, uh, yeah, you know. Just a little, a little extra added motivation. Um, another quick one. MC Light was the first uh, female rapper to release a solo album, which, uh, of course, was Light as a Rock. Um, I feel like, you know, MC Light doesn't really get enough love um, in the hip-hop genre, uh, you know, like, in, especially in the hip-hop history. So, you know, shout out to her. Uh, another fun one here. Notorious B.I.G., Jay-Z, and Busta Rhymes all attended the same high school. Um, so before Busta Rhymes moved to Long Island and went to Long Island Uniondale High, he went to George Westinghouse Career and Technical Education School in Brooklyn, and he was there with Biggie. And then a couple of years later, Jay-Z was on the set. Actually, no, I feel like what, I might have that backwards. I think maybe Busta Rhymes and Jay-Z were there at the same time. That... I don't know, actually. Now I say it out loud. But at one point, Busta and either Biggie or, or Jay-Z were attending the school at the same time. And no matter, you know, regardless, all three of them were there uh, at one point, but not together. You know what I mean? But, I, you know, that's just so random that, you know, three icons of the hip-hop world all went to the same high school. It's just such a, like, small little... And it's not like, you know, like, De La Soul, obviously, they all went to the same high school because it's like, well, yeah, that's 
where they met, where they grew up, that kind of thing. Um, this is like three independent rappers who like went on to do their own things, all just randomly went to the same high school. So, eh, random fun fact. Um, here's one that I this is this might be my favorite little hip hop nugget. I think this is so funny. So, Gangstar's song "Now You're Mine," which oh I forget the album off the top of my head, but great song. I want to say it was in White Man Can't Jump. Um, is actually a diss from Guru to Premiere, which is so funny to me. So, uh, Guru wrote this track a day after him and Premiere had a big fight. And then, uh, here, I can read a little expert excerpt from what uh, DJ Premiere had to say. So, he says, and I quote, me and Guru had this big fist fight. Um, you know, he points to his knuckles and there's like a some some marks on it from like teeth uh and he, he goes uh, it was a very bloody fight but they had already gotten uh money to do the label for white man can't jump and guru told premiere i'm not speaking to you i don't want to ever work with you again it was something it was like a very very serious thing uh premiere continues i uh, i came into the studio and he had bandages on his head he had cuts from you know going back and forth fighting white man can't jump is about basketball so all the lyrics are about basketball down the lane, in your eye, 360 dunk in your face. All that was about me. So, you know, like Premier talking about that. Uh, he continues, he looked me in the eye the whole time we were in the booth. I looked at him, and he did that verse in one take. Then he said, is it good? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, F you. And he walked out of the room. That is the greatest, that is the greatest story I think I, I can find in hip-hop. I think that is so unbelievably funny. Um... Obviously, I mean, it was, like, serious, but I think that also that is so, so funny to diss a dude right in front of him as, like, as he's making the beat for you. It'd be like if, oh, I don't even know. Like, I, I don't even know who to compare that to. That is so funny. It's, it's like if Rakim was dissing Eric B to his face as he was making a beat and they still released the song. That is, that is so funny to me. Like, I'm sure you, you like, understand where I'm coming from. But, like, dude, that is so unbelievable to me. And that's, it just makes me love Guru that much more. Um, that, that pettiness is something that is, I, I can appreciate. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And then I, I got one last one on here. It's. Definitely not not a good one to end on. Now now I'm thinking about it, but um, just something that I I, I find interesting and that you know I didn't know until, uh, uh, obviously like well after it happened. But uh, Prodigy from Mob Deep uh, actually passed away from choking on an egg. Uh, and the only reason I find this interesting is because so Prodigy of course had sickle cell anemia, like very serious thing, so he'd have to be treated in the hospital, but. During one of these sessions when he's being treated, he choked on an egg and passed away. I don't even know how that's possible. Like, you're already in the hospital. And it's not like, you know, the anemia got him. It was choking that got him. So, I, that's always like a weird one. I, I know that's probably, that's not probably, that is a bad one to end on. But, you know, I feel 
I don't know. I'm not like a big conspiracy guy, but I, you know, might be a little something extra to that one. But yeah, so that's you know, it's a couple like random fun facts I wanted to uh, I wanted to throw out there about you know some of my favorite little interesting things about uh, about the hip hop genre. So now I want to try something that you know I've I've never done on this podcast before. It's going to be a little bit of a game. So what I'm I'm setting out to do is I'm going to play ten songs, right? And I, you, y'all can play along as well. I'm gonna I'll, I'll, I'll put the little the little uh, sound bites in too. I'm gonna call it a one second intro game. I think you can kind of get where I'm going with this. So I got ten songs at random. I'm just gonna hit shuffle on a playlist. I'm not gonna look at it. Um, and what I'm doing is I get a point if I get the name. I get a point. Or I guess you can play along as well too. So here's the rules: play one second of a song, of the of the beginning of the song. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna get one point if you get the name of the song. You get one point if you get the artist. I said you get three points if you can name the album, and then five points if you can get the year it came out. So it's a, a, a total of 10 points per song. And, you know, obviously the catch is you only get one set. Yeah, yeah, you get one second of the song. So what I'm going to do here is I think I think that the way that this makes sense to me is I play all 10 songs. I'll, I'll, I'll play a song. I'll, put, I'll write down what I think it is. I'll, I'll talk it out loud. Um, and I'm just going to go to the next one. And then at the very end, I'll go through and see what, you know, what I got right, whatever. I'll probably like pause, go through, and and look at all my notes, and then I'll come back at the end. But so we are going to start. Might as well start now, right? So here's what I'm gonna do. I have a notebook with me. I'm gonna hold. Man, I'm trying to figure out a way to do this where it it it, it doesn't get whatever. You know what I mean? All right. So if I hit shuffle, all right. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm going to put a notebook over the artist and all that. I'll just get the timestamp so I can actually get the full second out. Let me turn the volume up. Um, yeah, so I can't see um, I can't see anything but the play button and, you know, the skip button and the, uh, the um, time. So here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for this. I feel like this is going to be pretty fun. Um, obviously, you can play along at home. Uh, I'm going to try and put the timestamps up. Uh, actually do some editing so um yeah so here we go so uh let me write this down the first song we got song number one right and here we go oh yeah come on that's red man right there all right so that's uh oh all right well all right so we know that's red man cc who got the keys to my beamer man why can't i think of the name of the song um or is that beat nuts hold on i know it's red man for sure who got the keys on beat that oh man i also don't know the name of the album the year i'm gonna take a guess and say 1998 um hold on i can get the name of the song Every time. Oh, come on now. 
Um, oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. Um, oh man, come on, Bray. Uh, I can't think of the name right now. I can't believe that. I'm gonna have to go to the next one. That's so embarrassing. Damn, man. Um, oh, give, give me like two more seconds. I want. Give me one more second. I want. I want to get this one. Got a keys in the jack. Move. That's where we at when we team up. The thing is, I can't remember the chorus words because I know that's the name of the song. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember it. That is so embarrassing. Yeah, I can't remember it, so we're going to have to go to the next one. Dang. But, uh, yes, Redman, I don't know the name of the album. Um, so we're just, we're, I'm, I'm not even going to take a guess. Song, I don't even remember. But yeah, we're gonna try nineteen ninety eight. So we'll see how many points we got after that. Song number two. Let's get on to it. And that hey, right there, that proves to you that I'm not cheating right here, because I don't like to lose. <laughs> I like I like to lose less than Yeah. Is that the saying? I like to lose less than I like to win, that kind of thing. Whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. But that was song number one. Um uh, that was that was pretty rough. Oh, that's uh alright, that's Snoop. Um, album, I also, no idea. Uh, oh my goodness, why do I keep blanking on these songs? I'm going to say this came out in 99. Um, dude, why can I not think of the name? Oh, you know what? This one has a swear in it. That's why. Uh, that, it's, that's, that, uh, that's that that's that stuff <laughs> um yeah so uh, uh i don't know the name of the album i'm not gonna get not even try that one there's no way i'm gonna get it so that is definitely by snoop uh maybe 99 i feel like that's gonna be an early 2000s one but that's definitely gonna be an early 2000s one now that i say it but whatever we'll, we'll stick with 99 hopefully we can uh get away with that one all right song number three. Oh yeah that's booking our productions right now uh bdp that's probably going to be 19. Ooh. Because I'm still number one. I'm still number one. One. Um, so this is on the Criminal Minded record, which came out in... All right, is this 87 or 88? Or before that? I think it's... I'm going to say 88. But now I think about it, like, I remember I did that segment about um, all the songs. Oh, it's, I think that's 88. I'm going to go with 88. I don't know why that's sticking out to me. I want to say that that's 1988. All right. Let's go to song number four. Oh, that's DMX. Da na 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 na. That's, um. Oh, man, what album is this on? It's either It's Dark and Hell is Hot or And Then There Was X. So. Um, it's what's my name? What's my name? DMX, and I'll be the best. Um, 
I'm gonna say it's dark and it's and hell is hot. It's dark, um, and then that came out in. I'm gonna also say 99, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I feel like with the years, I don't. I, the only one is I actually think I have. I think Criminal Mining came out in 88, but the other ones, uh, a lot of them are shots in the dark. The Red Man one could be whenever. Snoop's one is probably the early 2000s, to be honest, or even mid 2000s. I could see that being like 2006. This one, I don't know why. I don't know why. You know when these albums came out. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna leave a lot of points on the board in that section. So if if y'all know what year things came out because you also gotta remember i was born in 03 so most of these predate me um so that's just the way it's gonna go so all right up next we got number five already wow we're going through these oh that's uh that's slick rick that's 88 i know that because that is um the adventures the adventures of grandma era of uh, slick rick adventures of slick rick and this song is Hey Young World, I believe. Hey Young World. Right? It's gotta be. Yeah, I, I, think, it's, I think it's Hey Young World. Alright, that one we actually went through pretty quick. So let's get to uh, number six. Oh, that's The Basement. The Basement. Um, that is Pete Rock and CL Smooth. One of the greatest albums ever right here, which is the Mecca. And that came out in 19. Pete Rock, oh, let me write this. And CL. Um, shoot. Okay. The Mecca. I think about when this came out. This is going to be... Why do I want to say 98 again? Why do I want to say 98 again? I might just go with it. I might just say 98 and roll with it, right? One of them got to be right, right? Oh, I'm hesitant to write it, though. All right. Regardless, we know it's The Basement. Um, we know it's Pete Rock and CL Smooth. We know it's The Mecca. No, sorry. It's called Mecca and the Soul Brother. I guess I should write the full thing. Mecca and the Soul Brother is not just The Mecca. But still, that's we got a point there. 1998. Why not? Why not? Right? Cause the other thing is, I don't want to take this long. Like, the, the, the first one, the Red Man one, I know the name of the song. It's like, you know what I mean? I was going through the lyrics of the song trying to get to the chorus because I know whatever the chorus is, is the, uh, is the name of the song. That's why it took me so long. I'm trying to, I don't want to, you know, have it just me sit here for a while. So, all right, here we go. Number seven. Ooh, that's, um, pick up your mic. How many mics? That is, of course, the Fugees. Um, the score. Again, it's the years, man. 96. 96, why not? Number eight. It's a little most deaf right there. Um, Miss Fat Booty. Most deaf. Um, album. Oof. I know it's the one that looks like uh, like a 2K15 my player, um, but that's not gonna give me any points. And the year, 99. Yeah, I don't know the name of the album. 
unfortunately. Alright. I don't know if y'all can hear the um the music right now, but somebody just drove by. So this is like right off the off the main road. Somebody drove by with their speakers hanging outside of their trunk with the trunk wide open. That is so funny. That is so funny. Um but <laughs> Alright, let's get <laughs> let's get uh let's get to song number nine here. I'm having a lot of fun with this. There's definitely a way I can make it I can make it better, maybe if I had a guess or something, but this is fun. Alright. <laughs> number nine. Ooh, we got some more Lauren Hill. Well that's actually be more Fuji's. Um Fuji's. Uh killing me softly, killing me softly. Fuji's, the score. Alright, so we got a... Two of those, and because I said 96 last time, we'll do it again. Finally, number 10. Here we go. I want to. I want. I. All right. Adventures. The actually. Hey, young world. I think I got perfect. I'm still number one. I also. I, I almost. I feel like it's gonna be 87, which is unfortunate. But I want to get one of these where I know the year. Like if you give me like, Far Side raps. The blues is always. No, we got Warren G. Uh, do you? Is it called DUC? I think it's DUC. Um, it's definitely Warren G. I have no idea what the name of the album is, to be honest. Uh, see, is he going to take the route where it's like... I'm assuming this is the same album as um, the reg as Regulators, so I'm going to write Regulators. <laughs> regulators. Uh, and we will say this came out in 1997. So, all right, there's, there is my list. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to pause here. I'm going to go through, tally up all the scores, and then I will, uh, I will come back and, uh, you know, see, see actually how, how well I actually know hip hop. <laughs> all right, give me one sec. And we back. All right. So I just went through, calculated, uh, everything. And I will say. I did much better than I expected, um, even though the score is not going to be as, as nice as I wanted it to be. So we'll go song by song. So number one was I'll Be That. How did I forget the name of the song? I told you it was a chorus, but I forgot the name of that. Uh, but that is the only name I got wrong. Um, so that, that makes me feel a little bit better. It was by Redman, which, again, I didn't get any of the uh, artists wrong on this. Um, the album, I didn't, I didn't even write it down. Um, but you get the idea. I didn't get it right. I did get the year though, which I'll say I did pretty well for the years for not knowing most of these albums. Um, but yeah, so I got six points on the first one. Second one, that's that stuff by Snoop Dogg. Um, album, I, again, I, I, I didn't really pitch it. It came out in 2006 though. So I did mention that earlier. I wouldn't be surprised if it came out later, but obviously. So I only got the two points for, uh, artist and song. Number three, this one's pretty embarrassing. Um, I did get the name right. I'm still number one. I did get, of course, Boogie Down Productions. I said the wrong album. Criminal Mining came out in 86. I know that. Um, it's By All Means Necessary, which came out in 88. So I did get the year right. I just didn't get the, uh, I didn't get the uh, album right, which is like whatever. You know, that was, that was dumb. Um, I'm, not, I'm not an under pressure kind of guy. Uh, so I got seven points for that. 
Uh, next one, what's my name? DMX got those right. Uh, I said it's dark and hell is hot. The the answer is, and then there was X. That's fine with me. Um, but I did get the year again, 1999. So another seven piece there. Uh, hey, Young World, Slick Rick got all that right. Um, and the year, so that's a full ten. Uh, the basement by uh, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, Mecca and the Soul Brother got all that. I just didn't get the year. I said 98. It actually came out in 92. Um, which again, that's, that's okay. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Up next, number seven. And I, we can do number seven and number nine together because they're, you know, both from the score. I did get 1996. So I got both of those. Both got the Fugees. It was how many mics kill me softly. That's another 20 points right there. Number eight, uh, we had Miss Fat Booty. I got that right by Most Def. Um, I didn't even know the name of the album, uh, Black on Both Sides. That's the, uh, that destiny. It was the one I was talking about with that, like, weird logo. Um, kind of looks like a 2K player from like early 2010s but uh it was that and it did come out in 1999 so i got that one right uh and then the very last one it was do you see it was by warren g came out in 94 not 97 like i said and this one kind of annoyed me because as i was talking it out you heard me say i think it's something like you know regulate or something i was in the right ballpark or regulators even though the name of the song is regulate um so the name of the album is regulate g-funk era i would come on man for a shot in the dark i feel like that's pretty i'm not gonna give myself points i'm not doing that but uh damn man you know i felt pretty good on that one but uh so i got 64 points out of uh out of 100 uh which i guess is a d so that's cool um but i don't know i surprised myself with some of these i i guess i don't know albums as well as as i thought um obviously you gave me the ones that i know like the score i knew i knew um the great adventures of slick brick um but and you know the mechanism so i know the big names um but not clearly not well enough um uh, but i liked this a lot i could definitely see myself bringing this back um with with a uh with a guest would be really fun um but yeah i hope uh i hope you guys played along at home too i'm interested to see you know how how much better y'all know rap than me because <laughs> you know as, as much as i i, I the thing that speaks to me in hip-hop is obviously the sounds but i also like some of the, just the stories within because you know i didn't get to live in in any of these eras um i mean i guess technically i'm living and i got to live through some of the early uh early 2000s guys but even then I, that's when i was just born uh like i said earlier, i was born on three so you know i i wasn't around for when these came out so i have to it's like going back through through a history kind of thing and uh i don't know it, it's a lot of fun to me obviously um, but you know, people who've actually been around the eras, I'm sure that they would know a lot of this stuff more. Um, I'd hope so at least <laughs> you're not getting showed up by a 20 year old, but, uh, but yeah, um, you know, I told you this is going to be a little less scripted, a little more goofy. Um, uh, it's a, you know, it's a little bit on the shorter side, but I think, I don't think anybody's complaining about that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I had for today. Um, I am interested, you know, I would like to know if, uh, if people, if my uh, listeners do enjoy this kind of style more, if they like more of the, you know, in-depth, uh, like stories and lists, that kind of thing. Um, I'm still going to do both, but I, I, I think I'd like to add, you know, little games like this here and there where, uh, where I see fit. But, uh, yeah, you know, if, if you want to, you know, shoot me a DM or something like that with any, uh, any critiques, please go for it. Um, you know, all I, I'm here to not only have fun, but I like, uh, I want people to, you know, 
actually listen uh, and you know to uh, I want it to be enjoyable for all of us right so uh, yeah that's that's all I got for today though so uh, I hope you know wherever you're headed wherever you're going I hope you have a beautiful day and a beautiful night and uh, that's all I got there comes a time yeah.